0: Welcome into another edition of the Palmetto Family Matters podcast, the fastest-growing conservative podcast in the state of South Carolina. I'm Justin Hall, and Next to me, the senator from Spartanburg, Senator Josh Kimbrell, widely regarded as the Ron DeSantis of South Carolina. I don't know if you've heard that. Uh, but Ron I've,
1: DeSantis. Well, I mean, that's a compliment. I like Ron DeSantis. I've read
0: that on the Internet, and everything I read on the Internet is true. So, uh, we're going to go with that, uh, Senator. And, mm-hmm. and we're here today because... If folks at home don't know, the Senate is currently debating some budget amendments, riveting yeah. stuff. Uh, actually, yesterday was pretty pretty fun, uh, and that's why we have you here. So kind of uh, talk some folks through what amendment that you got passed that will go into the state budget.
1: Well, I have a couple that were passed, but, I, but I'll tell you this, Justin. And first off, good to be with you. I'm going to see Hamilton for the first time with a colleague and our wives in, mi- in mid-May. And, I'm, you know, I've never seen it, so I don't have an opinion yet. Yeah, I haven't okay. seen it either. But I do know that Alexander Hamilton was shot by Aaron Burr. Yes. And I will say some of the floor debate we had yesterday came just short of being a Hamilton-Burr-style <laughs> duel. And one of the biggest fights was over an amendment I adopted. The last amendment we adopted, actually, was last mm-hmm. night. Uh, amendment number 95 that I put forward to ensure that... Uh, we do not have any funding in South Carolina state budget for the Medical University of South Carolina's Pediatric Transgender Clinic. Most people don't even know we have one of those. We have a pediatric transgender clinic funded by state uh, at a, the state's medical university, wherein they have a variety of services, and I believe up into it, including uh, puberty blockers or hormone replacement therapy for, for minor children. Uh, I think that's repugnant to, to have these kinds of agendas uh, forced onto kids. Certainly don't think the taxpayers should be paying for that. Mm-hmm. And so you would have thought that I had shot somebody last night in the chamber. I mean, I have, not, I have not seen in my entire time in public service. And I don't I can handle the heat. I have not seen my entire time in public service the vehemency of the Democratic opposition to that. Uh, uh, unbelievable. I, and I, and I, it really is staggering that an entire political party uh, thinks it's okay to essentially engage in sexual, social experimentation with minors. I find that to be repugnant. And uh, we did adopt it, thank God. The Republican caucus stood with me last night. We lost two Republicans. Uh, one was uh, very surprising to me, one wasn't as surprising. The 28 out of 30 Republicans voted with me, and we passed the, the amendment. It is part of the state budget, it will be state law. So we are, we are not gonna fund the pediatric transgender clinic doing re- reassignment of gender to minors.
0: What's interesting is 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 this this issue has become magnified. There's been a magnification of this issue, given what has happened. We mentioned Ron DeSantis. Given what happened in Florida with the parental bill of rights in Florida, right. amongst other things across the country, we've been monitoring it. We had a full conversation here on the podcast. If you missed it, you can go back and watch about the White House's stance when it can, when it comes to gender affirming care. And I use that in quotes, right? Uh, Truthfully, I had no idea this was happening in our state. So this this goes right to the point of, Senator, oftentimes we don't know everything that's going on within the state. And a lot of times when it comes to issues like this, folks are saying, well, it's not happening here. So there's really no
1: need to worry about it. And and in this case, let it me, is happening let here. Let me tell you, this is an agenda that's much further down the tracks than most anybody knows. And, and I think that's something your, your folks need to know. And I hope, I know that Palmetto family, y'all are working on this mm-hmm. issue. You're one of the few. Because most people think, oh, gosh, Josh, you know, even, even the Democratic Minority Leader yesterday offered just a ludicrous amendment uh, to that. say that we were going to ban any tax money to fund Clemson University going to Yale to play football. And, uh, you know, we were all like, what in the world? So one of my colleagues requested explanation. She said, oh, well, just like the senator from Spartanburg's amendment on MUSC, this is just an amendment for something that doesn't actually happen. And they, they try to laugh at this stuff away. Mm-hmm. They try to pretend these things don't happen. And yet the evidence is clear. I I sat there and held up on the floor of the Senate a screenshot of MUSC's website. Because they said, oh, there's no such thing, Senator, as a pediatric transgender clinic. They don't have that. You're making that up. You're just calling it that. And it's it's, it's nothing. It's just like Clemson playing Yale. And I said, well, here's the website. And it Mm -hmm. says on their website, pediatric transgender clinic. It talks about hormone replacement therapy. Mm -hmm. It talks about puberty blockers. So It's amazing to me. It's the notion of the emperor has no clothes. You're sitting here trying to tell me, oh, this isn't happening. This isn't happening. And I'm holding in my hand the website saying it's happening. And I'm on the
0: website right now, muschealth.org. And... and we will put this in the description, by the way. You can go. Their, their goals are listed right here. Uh, they want to maintain MUSC's health status on the Human Rights Campaign's Health Care Equality Index, offering the best care to lesbian, gay, transgender, queer, and questioning patients and their families. Again, they're a little off on some of the initials that we've added, I, A, so on and so forth. Yeah, so they're sure. a little behind on that. The biggest issue here, Senator, is that As you mentioned, this agenda is much further down the tracks than most people know about, and it's a lot further down the tracks here in our state.
1: Much further. So here's what I so we actually did three amendments to the state budget that I think will really help. So so for starters, let's talk about the three areas where this agenda is aggressive. And I'll say at the outset, uh, I don't agree with the LGBT uh, movements' beliefs, but I respect the right of an adult to make their own decisions. Yes. If you're above, if you're older than 18 years old and you want to have gender reassignment surgery, I don't agree with you. I think it's harmful. I think it's irreversibly damaging to you. And mm-hmm. I care about individuals enough to say, I think this is bad, but I, it's your choice. It's a free country. What I'm deeply worried about mm-hmm. is in the name of tolerance, these folks pushing this stuff are not tolerant. Right. They don't want, you can't disagree with them or they want to shut you down fine you drive you out of the public right. space. We saw that here in the city of Columbia. Mm-hmm. In the city of Columbia, even still, it's, on the, it's an ordinance on the books saying that if you tell a minor child in a therapeutic setting, even if you're a Christian counselor psychologist, that you don't think that they should change their gender. You can be prosecuted in the city, the capital city of the state. I fought very hard to overturn that. The Attorney General has finally joined me on overturning working to overturn that. So that's example exhibit A. They want to shut you down. Right. But let's talk about the three areas where it's happening the most schools, public libraries, and college universities. And so so most people in their daily interactions aren't running into uh, this attempted Real, really, sexualization, indoctrination of kids. I just had to deal with Spartanburg County Library. One of the amendments I adopted in the state budget here also, again, vehement opposition from our uh, folks on the left. Uh, I said I don't think it's appropriate to put pornographic materials in children's book sections. In my home county, I had to work with the county libraries to make sure we pulled out uh, a book called How to Make a Baby, uh, it, had a, it was an updated revised 2022 version oh, it has got that's transgender, awful. how to make a baby, which I find, you know, these folks that talk, I love being preached to about people, to people or at, I love being preached to by people who tell me, well, we believe in science, Senator. And then you talk about how two people of the same gender can make a baby or that there's 36 genders. I have a hard time being lectured about science mm-hmm. from people who believe that there are 36 genders. But the how to make a baby book is straight up pornography. I've seen it. It's... It was in every children's section of every Spartanburg County Public Library. It had uh, full-blown, it's like a comic book kind of deal, right? But it's full genitals. It's showing uh, people giving each other oral sex. It's showing uh, anal sex. It's showing sex of all kinds. Then it's talking about, if you're not binary conforming, here's how you can have a baby if you're transgender. And it starts talking about how to have uh, alternative ways of obtaining a child for a same-sex couple, et cetera or a transgender couple. And this is marketed to six to eight-year-old kids. And so I added an amendment to have that removed from the state budget. So so we've already talked about two, higher higher education, particularly MUSC, the public library system. Talk about public schools. Uh, The South Carolina Association of School Librarians, just this year, uh, pushed pushed aggressively to include in their curricula, in, in school libraries, not just public libraries now, to include in the school libraries these same types of books. Or another book that's getting a lot of attention called Gender Queer, yep. to, to encourage minor kids as young as six years old to question their gender. So uh, people who don't think this is happening, I'm sorry to tell you it's happening aggressively. And you need to pay attention to what your kids are being taught in school. Yep. You need to pay attention. If you send your kids to the library, you need to know what's in the kids section and be aware of what's happening in these colleges and universities. So we've worked hard this week to curtail that. And uh, you know, I probably need an additional security detail at this point, <laughs> but we're working hard on it.
0: If, again you can you can watch the Senate uh, debate these budget amendments it, it can get interesting on, on the floor of the Senate senator where do you see you guys taking the next step in, in terms of obviously every member of the house is up for re-election but the Senate you guys aren't in an election year so as you head into the next session which will be coming up next year um, is there is there some consensus among uh, your caucus to kind of begin really moving forward with these outside of just the budget amendments is it, where where would you like to see it go?
1: Well, uh, look, uh, well, one of the amendments we adopted yesterday, or the day before, it all blurs together now, <laughs> it's one day this week, is we uh, included in the state budget a proviso and amendment saying that the Department of Education could not allow any state funds to use uh, it to, to fund any public school to provide any form of sex ed to kids from kindergarten through, I think, seventh grade or something like that. Well, in other words, we did what Florida did, saying if you're a small kid, I think it was fifth grade, it was it was elementary yeah. school. So we're saying if you have small kids, don't teach them about sex ed, period. Any child under the age of 11 does not need to have sex ed. So uh, what we, I'd like to do something very similar, and I've already started working on it, uh, like Florida, the, to put parents in charge. In fact, I've already introduced something like that. Senate Bill mm-hmm. 900, we're going to reintroduce. It's a Put Parents in Charge Act, very much what DeSantis did with regard, that ticked Disney off so bad. Right. Uh, I have another bill that's sitting there called the MEDS Act. I'd like to see us protect doctors and rights of conscience. The Biden administration is openly talking about rolling back protections for physicians based on conscience rights. Mm-hmm. I want to see that done. And we already are. I have another bill in place that would make it illegal in South Carolina to provide gender reassignment to a minor child. I, 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 think, it's, I think it shouldn't happen, period. Not right. just MUSC. I don't think, you know, I said this on the floor, Justin, that, if we, we, we don't trust, look, and I'm not criticizing young people. I love, I love kids. We have, our, we have wonderful kids. You, you know, we, I'm a big believer in protecting the innocence of our children. So I don't mean this as an insult, but we don't trust kids under 18 to vote. Right. Okay? We don't trust them to buy back cigarettes or Certainly. to join the military. The reason right. we don't is because they're still in developmental phase. Right. If you're under the age of 18, you can't sign a credit card application. Mm-hmm. So if you can't vote, you can't sign a credit card application, You can't join the military. You can't have. You can't buy a pack of cigarettes. You can't buy a beer. Why do we think those folks that we don't trust with those decisions should be able to decide to change their gender? That could cause irreparable harm. I I sat on the floor and I wasn't trying to be funny, though I guess it kind of was funny. Is that my son is ten? When he was five, he was obsessed with Iron Man. Okay, he loved it. You know, I don't. I don't. I didn't know much about Iron Man until I had kids, because Batman was more more my thing as a kid, right? But they have the little hand, you know, he just shoots a little iron. Yeah. My kid would run around all the time doing that. He'd wear Iron Man suits to bed. And he told everybody he was going to be Iron Man when he grew up, but that he thought he was Iron Man. I said, what am I supposed to do, buy him iron replacement therapy? Mm-hmm. You know? Yeah. And, of course, of course, my Democratic colleagues kind of laughed. Well, of course, that's absurd, Senator. It's not any more absurd than right. telling a little boy that you're going to give him uh, estrogen. Yep. It, it's insane.
0: I've used the example before. I have I have nieces and nephews. And... You know, you go to you know shop for an Easter clothes, for example, and and your his sister gets an Easter dress, and he's five, and he goes, "Well, I want an Easter dress." He doesn't know, right? right. Doesn't and, know. And, and now, based on the current trend of ideology, we are supposed to then validate that and say, "Okay, yeah, sure, we'll get you a dress, and we'll sure. we'll, we'll we'll begin the process." When action, when in actuality, you can just say no. Um, it's not how this works. Boys get. That's, That's parental guidance. Exactly. And, and and parents should be in charge of, of how their kids are reared and raised. And and I think what's most shocking to me, as we looked at this issue late last night and into this morning, is the advancement of this movement here in South Carolina. Again, where people don't really think it's a major issue. It's California's problem.
1: It's New York's problem. It's fill in the state here. It's problem. not as bad here. Sure. It's not as bad here yet but there is a concerted effort to make it as bad. And I will tell you, I had a Democratic senator from Charleston come up to me last night when I was standing up to speak on my amendment on MUSC and threatened me. Like, got in my face, y'all, oh, you're ruined, we'll ruin you, you're done here, you never get anything done. You know, we're a 30-seat Republican majority, but I got a Democrat senator from Charleston telling me, oh, you're done, we're gonna gut you, basically. I don't care, you can say what you wanna say, this, but this shows the vehemence of this, of this agenda. Look, I have now decided, I'm a fiscal and social conservative across the board. I believe in cutting taxes, reducing the size and scope of government, reducing regulations, protecting the economy—all of those things that Republicans always stand for. I'm going to fight for all those things I always have. But I do believe one of the biggest fights I'm going to have for the remainder of my term is to protect the innocence of kids, because what's happening is this this extreme uh, left-wing agenda of the. And look, I know when you say this, people, you get a target painted, and that's all right. I am, I am not some uh, LGBT hater. I don't sure. agree with the LGBT agenda, but you have a right in a free country to engage what you want to do. What I don't like the LGBT agenda, the radical elements of it, not everybody who's LGBT believes this way, but the radical elements have decided to stamp out dissension mm-hmm. using the power of the government. That's very dangerous. It undermines the First Amendment. and undermines the idea of free exchange in the Constitution. Even... Equally egregiously, and maybe more egregiously because it involves kids. The radical elements of the LGBT agenda have decided that the target is your kids. And and they want to use the government to push parents out of the decision-making process to where government bureaucrats are going to decide what your kids are taught about gender, sexuality, the human family. And any of of us who stand against that, they call you a bigot and a homophobe and a hater. It does not make you a bigot, a homophobe, or a hater to say that children... Who are barely learning their abcs are supposed to learn about penises and vaginas it's insane okay teach them the abcs not how to have sex in every different way or how many different genders you can that's insane we've never Mm -hmm. believed as a society that that's acceptable behavior and i will fight to protect innocence of kids just like desantis has in florida and make sure that we don't allow our children to be used as a pawn in a politically motivated uh, I, in misinformation campaign, you know, I said the other day, Justin, I know we're almost out of time, but uh, in, on the floor of the Senate, I said I was born in 1984. Now, see, most of my colleagues think, well, that's not that long ago. you young guy. To you, that probably makes me sound old. It's only 10 years older than me. Only 10 years. Uh, so I'm 37, but I said I was born in 1984, but I feel like most days right now I live in 1984. Mm. Because if you've read yep. the novel, Orwell's Warnings in 1984, I feel like we're living through that. And, and one of the things he says in there is, uh, it says, there will come a time where the party will come to you and say that two plus two makes five. And he's talking about the Communist Party, because 1984 is warning about this Marxist ideology. He so there will come a day where the party will come to you and say that two plus two makes five, and you'll believe it, because you have no choice but to believe it, and the logic of their position demands it. In other okay. words, you could literally be in danger of life and limb for simply believing something as seemingly innocuous, is that two plus two make four. We are experiencing that same kind of cultural Marxism right now to where left-wing ideologues are making it to the point in this country that if you even affirm that there's men and women, there are two genders, that men and women are required to make babies, then you're somehow a bigot, stupid, anti-science, and a danger to society. Mm 1984 is coming true, buddy. Yeah, it is. It is, and it's a
0: it's a time where parents and, and you watching, again. The biggest mistake that I think people can make is turning parents into a voting block. I think that's about sixty three million people in I our hope country. They keep, have, doing I keep doing it. There's keep a, doing it. Keep doing it.
1: Try way, it. I t- I told my Democratic friends, "Did you think we're wrong on this issue?" I got three words for you, Governor Glenn Youngkin. Yeah. Right. So uh, try it and see how it works.
0: Uh, a podcaster I listen to says, "Play stupid games, win stupid prizes." <laughs> um Again. This is an important issue. If you want to get involved in this issue, if you want to learn more about it, go to our website palmettofamily.org and we have a we have a form you can fill out. What matters to me and what matters to you in this case? You can fill that out and get it to us and we will get you more information and get you connected on how you can get involved in this issue to support the efforts of Senator Kimbrell and others who hold that position uh, to fight for the innocence of children. Sure in the state of South Carolina. That's all for this edition of the Palmetto Family Matters podcast, the fastest growing conservative podcast in the state of South Carolina. For everyone at Palmetto Family and for Senator Josh Kimbrell, I'm Justin Hall. We will talk to you and Congressman Jeff Duncan on Tuesday.